Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 549, recorded live on Sunday, March 4th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who was healthy last week, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who was really under the weather, Andy Lowe. Hi. Being healthy is relative. Were you throwing up at all? This last week? Yes. No. As I was. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. It's Isaac wasn't feeling great. And then I guess I wasn't feeling great. And one of us gave it to the other or something like that. But yeah, both of us were down. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Is everyone feeling better now? Well, Isaac's feeling better. I still have a bit of a cough. Okay. So I'm oh. looking at you, Dave. Sorry to hear about the cough. What do you mean looking at me? Because normally when you know I have a cough, you make it your goal. I might have done... Some, I Look, it it doesn't change what I do during the podcast. So you don't purposely, you know, lean one way or the other? Try to make my, my timing more comedic to get you to just start coughing? Yes. I mean, laughing? And then coughing because you're laughing. Andy, I, I try to make you laugh all the time. It has nothing to do with whether or not you're actually coughing. Mostly if I get you to laugh, you're going to cough anyway, so it doesn't really matter. True. So have you been mostly just sitting at home all weekend? Or all week? Um, no, actually, because my boss was in town from Wisconsin, so... Oh, so you had stuff to do. Yeah. Even though you were feeling sick and throwing up. Um... I stayed home on Monday, though, to try and make myself better, so. Okay. Yeah, it was Did just it last last weekend, which is why there was no episode last week. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sorry, everyone. That's, Since that's going to happen. Um, no mood to do any sort of audio editing, let alone yep. recording. Yep. That's going to happen from time to time. Andy and I do this in our free time, spare time, and we... we Definitely don't get paid for it, so... <laughs> we do have a donate page, right? Yeah! Oh, yeah. It exists. It's, like, right there at the bottom of the page, I think, or so... No, it's at the top. It's the donate button. Right at the top of the page. Yep. I wonder how much we've made from our ad revenue. A dollar. Mm, I don't know. We'll find out. Hey, we got 47 bucks sitting. At, we've made $147 total. Over 10 years? Yep. We have 47 bucks sitting in the account right now. I'm pretty sure you can't pull it out until it's over 100 <sighs> So in like five more years, we get another $100. Woo! <laughs> Your last payment was March 21st of 2015. So three years, we've made $50. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, what? Just we, we fail at monetization. We fail pretty hardcore at monetization. Neither one of us are business people. And neither one of us needed this to be in actual income. Yes. So we don't worry about it. Besides, if we started making money on it, we'd have to, like, worry about taxes. Oh. I'd, I'd rather not. Question. 
Yes. Speaking of spending money on things, I saw this the other day. I thought I'd bring it up. How much is a a twelve pack of like Coca Cola or Mountain Dew? Do you know? Um, depends on where you're buying it. What's the cheapest you can find it? Uh, cheapest I could find a twelve pack of Coke. Probably be two and a half bucks or so. Okay. Not bad. Where the hell is it? Really? Like if they're having a sale. Oh, Kate says they're normally on sale three for ten. So sorry. Probably like three fifty. Okay. Three for ten. Damn, I miss Meyer. Because <laughs> that's not that that's definitely not what we get out here. No, probably not. Damn, Meyer. Start building out here again, please. More. And stop doing illegal things in Wisconsin. <laughs> Oops. All right. Uh, what else? What else have you done, Andy? We saw Black Panther. Have you seen it yet? Yes. What did now, you think? Um, I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, that was one of the things that we did last weekend or the weekend before. Before you got sick? Um, yeah, February 24th. Um, so yeah, we, um, we had organized a babysitter. So I'm like, you know... <laughs> Come hell or high water, you know, even if I'm not feeling well, I'm still going to, you know, go out and go see this movie. Go see this movie. We've already got the babysitter. I've already bought the tickets. Damn it. Yep. And those tickets are non-refundable, non-transferable. Uh, actually, um, our movie theater normally. Uh... You're you're joking, right? Like they they'll actually let you move the tickets. Yeah. What? It was part of their question thing, I think. Frequently asked questions. I already brought tickets to a movie, but now I can't go. Can I still get my money back? Yes, we understand. Plans change. We are happy to either switch your tickets to a date that works for you or refund your money up to a half hour into the showtime. What? That's awesome. Give the theater a call and we can take care of this within a few minutes. If you bought your tickets online through our mobile app or over the phone, the convenience fee is non-refundable. So you're out the buck fifty a ticket for yep. the online Which is fine purchase. because yeah. with uh, our movie theater's rewards, I'm hoping that they do the same thing. That convenience fee is waived. If you're a member of the free rewards club. Oh, no. They always do it for ours, for our rewards club. Oh, it's too bad. Wait, when you say they always do it for ours, they always charge you the convenience fee. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep, ours waives the convenience fee. Which alone makes it worth it if you buy tickets online. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, no that's that's uh about what my week was. Your week was throwing up. I'm sorry to going hear that. Going to work, you know. Going to work and throwing up. Um basketball is a sport that's that's happening. Yeah? Yeah. The cuz it's March. All right, so okay, so answer me this, Mr. Big 10. Uh-oh. Why is the Big 10 tournament being held in New York City? Publicity. The real question is why is the Big 10 tournament being held a week earlier than everyone else's tournament? Publicity. There you go. <laughs> Amazingly enough, Andy, it's the same answer. Yeah, I saw, you know, because we carry uh, MSU basketball on one of our stations, and they're like, you know, we get all the stuff there, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a second, Madison Square Gardens. Yep. Why the frick? Is Michigan playing Michigan State 
in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Why the frick did Michigan State lose? <laughs> it's been I twice mean, now upset. they've lost to Michigan. I'm not upset about this, to be clear. I'm pretty damn happy about this, in fact. And as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to go and like get ready for the Michigan-Purdue game. Oh, is that the championship game? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's uh, 4.30 your time, 3.30 Central. Oh, I'm not going to watch it. No? No. I don't pay attention to basketball until Selection Sunday. Then. Ah, then, you, then you care. Yes. All right. Well, it's it's sounding like Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan, probably Purdue, and probably like Penn State and Nebraska are all going to be in the tournament. Jeez. Like, they played very well this year, all of those teams. Oh, I got I to find out what the score was of the Western Central game. No, not football. Basketball. You're not going to tell me, really. I mean, I'm not telling you anything about it because I don't know what you're looking for. You're looking for the game, but I don't know any details about it. Otherwise, I would. I'd totally tell you about it. Um, well, the game was supposed to be on uh, Friday, but that was when the shooting on Central Campus happened. So it got postponed. Yep. It looks like Western lost. Well, that's too bad. They were all emotional. Oh, basketball tournaments. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year again. Yep. Where our traffic department hates it. Really? Yeah, because, you know, we have our regular programming and the basketball games come in there. So they have to schedule the different ads for the basketball game. And then, you know, they, especially in like March Madness, like they don't know when the basketball games are going to start because it depends on, you know, previous games and that sort of stuff. And then there's also the, uh, you know, what was it, two, three years ago where MSU was out in the first round and it was on a Friday. And so we had, they, you know, they expected MSU to win. So we had already scheduled the MSU basketball game for Saturday or no, for Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. So everybody, you know, 4.30 is already packing up to go home and MSU lost. So it's like, well, great. Now we got to go in and, you know, redo all the logs again. And fill the time. Mm-hmm. Well, get ready to do that again. Yep. Or at least prepare, because Michigan State is almost certainly in the tournament. Yep, and they'll probably disappoint us all again. Maybe, we'll see. I mean, they just lost to Michigan. That wasn't disappointing. Yeah, it's a... That's something? <sighs> no, just the... Mm going to be interesting you you are you are losing interest i can tell no i'm just look suddenly looking at this picture of somebody hiding a statue of jason at the bottom of a lake why are you looking at pictures on the internet because i'd look for basketball scores and then it just you know somehow ended up in a lake focus focus back here we were supposed to be like entertaining people or are we supposed to be giving them news? I can never really remember. Can't it be both? <laughs> In entertaining news? It can be. 
us looking at random pictures of things on the Ojoja baby llama. <laughs> oh. Damn it. One! I swear I'm not doing this. On, I totally didn't plan that out. Um, I, I did. There's a. Here. Um, as proof. As proof. There's there's the baby llama. I'm waiting. Oh, there it is. That is a baby llama. That is. Is it not an adorable baby llama? He's real cute. Anyway. That that is not really entertaining to other people. Maybe getting you to like start coughing from laughing was entertaining to some people. I, I know it was entertaining to at least one. Um, um. So, MWC happened. Yeah, I paid zero attention to it because you know because neither plague. of us. Yeah. Okay. I paid zero attention to it because I just had other shit going on. Oh, I love this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first line in your article here, this year's MWC has been strangely quiet. Yeah. Well, there, I, I mean, guess no I didn't really, miss much. No one really announced things other than the Galaxy S9. Which didn't help that, you know, the video was leaked ahead of time at the Olympics. Yep, so everyone knew it was coming out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, speaking of the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, men's curling. Yeah. We didn't get to talk about that. No, the impossible but, happened. I was going to say, hey, but you're right. Like, that was legitimately not supposed to happen. No, no, it was not. What happened? Uh, the U.S. once again went two and four. So they, they were on par to basically repeat the last two years of the Olympics of going two and seven. Yeah. And then all of the sudden... John Suster like, said, screw it, let's just have fun, and then started winning. But, what? Yeah. He he literally ran the table at that point. So Include, he was trying too hard? I guess so. I guess, no surprise, he probably got in his own head for, you know, sucking for so long. And then, just like... Wait a minute, I actually know this sport and how to do this. Yeah. That's what happened? Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> oh, thanks, Olympics, for having a 404 page on the men's round-robin results. Hey, man, websites are expensive to maintain. The Olympics are over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, uh, the 404 page for the Olympics is, they're, they're pretty funny. Do you remember, um... The Russian Olympics where they had the rings that were supposed to expand from, like, snowflake sort of things? No. Nope. And one of them didn't? Yes. That's their 404 page. What's the website? Here, I'll, I'll send you this link because this one send, is... Yeah, a, send me their 404 page. Oh, sorry. I accidentally put a slash there at the end. <laughs> Sometimes things don't go as planned. Oops. Sorry, that was just kind of... Um, Wait, their results by games don't have the Pyeongchang 2018s. I'm so confused about the Olympics webpage. Yeah, I'm trying to find the... The men's curling here. 
Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah, the U.S. lost to Norway, and then literally the next day beat Canada, then beat Switzerland, then beat Great Britain. So then you know then um, that got them the the five and four wins that got them into the semifinals. Then they beat Canada again to get them Poor into the Canada. Goal. Yeah. No, it was not a good year for Canada, and Poor this is actually. This Getting is beat. The, Go ahead. Yeah, um, Canada has always gotten a medal in curling. Like every men's or women's, they've always gotten at least a medal. This year, they only got it in uh, mixed doubles curling. Yeah, both the men's and the women's team just failed horribly. And then, uh, yeah, then they beat. Uh, Sweden in the gold medal match, which was basically split, you know, Sweden was the odds on favorite to win. Yeah. Now, because well, you know, it was the U.S. The U.S. isn't supposed to win curling. Nope. <laughs> or supposed to win the, the things like the biathlon, right? Where there's no, guns and shooting. No, no, no. no? We're, we're horrible at the skiing. Well, the cross country skiing events. But there's shooting in the biathlon. Yes. How is that not an American easy medal? Because the Austrians and the Germans are way are better at it than we are. Better at cross-country skiing? French. I think the, the number one guy in the world right now is French in cross-country skiing biathlon. <coughs> I think the I U.S. finally, like, I think the U.S. won gold in some relay cross-country thing this year, finally. But I don't understand. Why aren't we the best? Are we really the best at anything outside of incarcerating people? Evidently, we're the best at curling. <laughs> right now. God, I mean, we won a lot a of gold medals, didn't we? We usually win, like, the majority of the medals. Where's the medal count? Uh, no, actually. Um, Norway was first, Germany second, Canada third, U.S. was fourth. Okay, but still in the top five. Yes. We won nine gold medals. Yeah. I guess the summer games are our games? I guess so, yeah. This country's going soft, man. People can't handle the winters. The Netherlands almost beat us in medals. Yeah, because those guys can skate. But they're like, the entire country of the Netherlands could fit into Detroit. (laughs) Yeah, and those guys can skate. They can skate. Maybe not Detroit, but definitely fit inside Michigan many, many times. Let's see, real size of, the true size of the Netherlands. The true size of the Netherlands. So, yeah, okay, so Norway got got 40 40 medals, right? Well, 39. You can can fit, like, two Netherlands inside Michigan. Definitely not the size of Detroit. Significantly bigger than Detroit. You can fit two of them in the lower peninsula. I'm sorry, you were saying? Um, Norway got 40 medals, right? 39 medals. 14 of those were cross-country skiing. They just basically cleaned up the cross-country skiing events. I do have to say, I was actually both liked and hated the NBC Sports app this year. I heard they had some issues with it. Um, Like, of, of their coverage in total. Not just the sports app, but their just global coverage of the Olympics. Mm, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Um, 
granted, like I, I was watching majority of the time, I was watching the, the web stream. So, you know, they just had a camera there. Mm-hmm. Do you know the fun fact that most of the people doing the, the commentating for the web streams were actually not in Korea? Really? They were in Connecticut. Oh, that can't cause any issues whatsoever. They would have, they would use the, uh, the Olympic channel, which they own, or a majority stakeholder in, uh, camera feeds. And then there were uh, fiber optic lines from uh, Korea to the United States to the um, Connecticut. Basically, they rented out a warehouse and just built a whole bunch of temporary studios. They would basically stick people in, you know, little <laughs> like voice closets, yep. have them watch the monitors and commentate that way. A lot cheaper than sending everyone to South Korea. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, though, they did actually send uh, two curling people to Korea, though, so that was nice. To do the commentating? Yes. Why did they send them there instead of sending them with everyone else to this warehouse? I'm not sure, actually. But they, they uh, well, they sent some of them there. Um, the CNBC feed, that show in the afternoon, they were in uh, Connecticut. Okay. So, like, you know, if I was watching, you know, one thing there, yes, the person was live in Korea. If I was watching another place, it was, you know, the guy was in Connecticut commentating on the thing. And it's, I mean, it's, I guess, does the commentator need to be there? It seems not. <laughs> oh, I tell you about the uh, um, Men's World Curling Championship last year? Nope. Okay, this is this is an aside, then we'll get to other topics at this point. Okay. Um, so we actually do need to get to topics at some yes. point. So the uh, Men's World Championship was held in uh, Alberta, no, Edmonton, Canada. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Martin is from Edmonton. He actually, like, you know, was a couple blocks from the arena that this was getting held at. Rather than, you know, have him actually at the arena doing commentator commentating for NBC sports. They flew him, I think to Colorado to do it remotely because that's how they had everything set up. Even though he lived in the city. Yes. And is from there. Yes. Has friends and family there. Yes. Lives there. <laughs> Literally he could, you wouldn't Currently even have to spend, there. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to spend money on a hotel. He lives there. He could go home and sleep in his own bed every night. Nope. Nope. Cheaper to just fly him out. Yeah. Fly him out to Colorado. Yep. I don't get it, but that's what NBC is doing. So we'll see how they handle uh, Tokyo. Yeah, because Tokyo is going to be 2020, and then Beijing is going to be 2022. And then Paris is 2024. Mm -hmm. And then... L.A. is 2026? I think L.A. is 2028. 2026 Olympics. Because I think that's the Summer Olympics. Oh. Um, oh, they're going to pick 2026 next year at the IOC session. Yeah. So they've, they've picked L.A. for the Summer Games for 2028, but they haven't picked the 2026 Winter Games yet. Uh, currently the four countries, uh, participating in the discussions right now are Switzerland, Japan, Stockholm, Sweden, and Calgary. 
cool. Why would anyone want the Olympics in their country slash city anymore? I, I just want to. It seems so silly at this point. It's, it's such, such a, a waste, waste of money. Yep, and you're you're not going to make that back. No. But okay. Um. So what do we got? We have topics. Yes. A lot of topics, and we've just been avoiding all of them. Avoiding all the topics. So Galaxy S9 released Android Go, whatever the hell that is. I don't know. What is Android Go? Uh, unveiling new Android Go devices. What are Android Go devices? I don't know. The link doesn't go to Android Go. It goes to something about Nokia. Android Go. I feel like I should know about this. Android Oreo Go Edition. Oh, uh, it's really cheap smartphones. Ah, okay. The idea is that they are like... Your your bottom of the line one. Yeah. Six phones are under $100. That's not bad. Yeah, you get that, Bob. Sorry, I've got a wandering baby by me. God, wow, $100 for a phone. Which is good because, you know, there have been times where people, you know, because people always come to me and ask me to help set up their, you know, work email on their cell phone and they come in with this thing they got at Boost for like 50 bucks. You're not getting your email on that. <laughs> it's like, yes, That's this, not is, happen. this is a smartphone, but you're running Android Froyo? <laughs> um... Oh, Let's wow. see if there's an update. Oh, no, there isn't, because this is how old hardware? Because this phone was no longer supported? I mean, some people can't get new phones every two years. Like, that's legit. That's no, understandable. Yeah, no, understandable. Granted, I really like this. F- well, okay, I've got one problem with this LG phone, because um, a couple of weeks ago, the vibration motor just stopped working on it. Oops. And it's an actual hardware issue because everything software-wise, because I dug into it, said that, yes, no, like, you know, running, you know, the test for the vibration motor software said, yes, no, it's fine. And I'm sitting here holding it going, no. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) It's it's not fine. It's not actually running. No, not running at all. You could replace the hardware motor. At this point, since it was still under warranty, I just went into T-Mobile, paid $5, and got another one. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right. Other topics. There's a lot of Amazon in the news. Okay. Like, a lot of Amazon in the news. So, first off, they just spent a buttload of money. A billion dollars buying Ring. Ring is the doorbell maker? Yes. Is that the one that, like, had internet vulnerability issues? I don't know. Where, like, you could get into anyone's internet? Not internet, anyone's doorbell if you just knew the right IP address? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, In any case, they spent a billion dollars on it. I'm wondering about that, because didn't they just buy um, Blink? I don't know. What's Blink? Uh, it was a Kickstarter back in um, 2014. Okay, but what was it? 
they had um, entirely wire-free security cameras. Okay. I mean, not entirely wire-free, just yeah. external wires. Right? I'm sure there were wires inside. Well, yes, but, you know, no wired power connection. Wait, how is it powered? Um, supposedly, accord- like, yeah, it's a battery powered there, and supposedly it's got a year's um, battery life on a single charge. Sure, okay. But then you have to remember to recharge it every year. Yeah. Well, or more could- likely more often than that, but sure, okay. So you, you, you charge them every time you move the clocks forward or backwards. It's one of those types of reminders. Yeah. Okay, so they Which just is got- happening, by the way, like next week, isn't it? Something like that, yeah. Moving the clocks forward, we have daylight savings coming up. Which, in this day and age, makes no sense. Yeah, but it's probably more hassle to get rid of it than to just keep doing it. No, you know what's a hassle is the fact that um, we have um, AM radio stations have to power down at nighttime due to the fact that, you know, AM signals, if there's no atmospheric interference, can go really far. Yeah. So we have to power ourselves down at night. Otherwise, everybody's going to basically be, you know, tripping over each other because you could. There's at one point one of our stations here in um, town, uh, if we don't power it down, can get like picked up in like Minnesota. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. So um, the uh, the power up and power down is not based off of daylight savings time. Okay. So I have to go in there and manually adjust the hour, the hour. Oops. Yeah. That's why it's like, oh, if daylight savings time went away, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Just one straight time, you know. Except, I mean, all the other things that it would just, never mind. That's, yeah. that's a long argument. Daylight savings time is, is nasty. Um, nastier in that, like, other countries do it at different times. And other, you know, the the southern hemisphere does it the opposite way. That and, you know, um, heck, there were even like states that didn't do it all at the same time. Did Indiana Uh, finally, you know. I think so. But all of Arizona ignores it. (laughs) Except parts of the Navajo Nation don't ignore it, which is entirely contained inside Arizona. Except... Parts of the Hopi Nation do ignore it, and the Hopi Nation is contained inside the Navajo Nation inside Arizona. Oh, jeez. They say it's, it is possible to drive from two points, like from point A to point B in Arizona, and have to set your clock seven times. Oh, jeez. My cell phone uh, would probably be freaking out there. Also, Hawaii. Hawaii also ignores it, because they, they just don't care. They're in, they're on island time is what they are. Sure. Is that actually a thing? That's the, it's the, the joke there is, oh, everything's on island time. So, you know, everything's a little slowed down, a little laid back. Okay. You know, I'll be here at three. Oh yeah. By three, he means like, you know, five cause it's island time. Ah, okay. Sure. Yeah. Amazon bought ring for a billion dollars. A billion. That is so much money. Um, I'm guessing they want the hardware and they want the patents. Do they really care about the hardware or the patents? Like, I guess this is going to be a thing. 
Uh, Google and Amazon continue their little fighting each other. Because, like, is YouTube available on Amazon devices? Are... Uh, can you put Google Play on Amazon devices? Does Amazon I want it to stream Google Amazon devices? Prime can Video you buy, on my Chromecast. Can you buy a Chromecast on Amazon.com? And so now Amazon is pulling Nest into the whole thing. <laughs> because Nest is Owned by a Google, Google product. Sort of. It's Alphabet. And so Amazon says, like, well, we don't want to sell your new products because they compete with ours. And so Nest said, fine, you don't get to sell any of our products. Jeez, this is just... This This is a problem. Like, this is... I know Aaron yelled at me for misusing the term vertical monopoly, but this seems like this might end up being more towards the, the definition of vertical monopoly. Like, Amazon owns the store. So if it's not a vertical monopoly, what is this? That Amazon owns the store and is now making products that compete with some of the products in the store and now are removing the competing products. This is the equivalent of, like, Best Buy only selling Best Buy made stuff. You mean Best Buy only selling things like Monster Cables rather than, you know, Monster Cables and Insignia, which is the Best Buy brand? Yep. Or, like, if you go to Meyer and there's no more General Mills stuff, it's all the Meyer brand. I've actually wanted to try the Meyer brand cereals. I don't know why. Well, so usually they actually are the same cereals. Oh, yeah. Just rebranded. Yeah, no, where was it? Um, took a tour of a Morton Salt Factory uh, when I was younger. Yeah. And um, Morton was the uh, provider they, for... Yeah, they just changed the labels. Yeah, no, that was literally like we're watching all the Morton things go across there, and all of a sudden it just literally like, you know change to Meyer brand. We're like, oh, okay. I don't know if that's still the case, but that was at the time where it's like, there's literally no difference. Yep. I'm guessing there's like quality control or some difference or something like nope. that, but no, it's just a different label. Um, so that's, that's a thing. And that's continuing the idea that like Google and Amazon are having this little feud, which is annoying. It's really annoying. Just like, Stop it. Just stop. Like like I said, all I was trying to do yesterday yeah. was watch something on Amazon Prime Video. Yep. And I had the Chromecast up, and I thought, hey, this would be great. I could just, you know, stream it from this to the Chrome. Oh, wait. Nope. You guys suck. Yep. Now, if you had an Amazon Fire... I only have so many HDMI ports on my TV. Oh, well, it's very convenient that Amazon sells HDMI splitters. Oh, jeez. Or just get a new TV, which you could also buy on Amazon. Oh, get the uh, TCF TV? Is that the Amazon brand now? I don't know. If Amazon keeps buying other companies. (laughs) (laughs) Careful there. By the way, uh, since we both talked about Black Panther earlier, I, I still maintain that Disney buying Star Wars was Disney buying ILM. I don't... The, the, buying Star Wars didn't hurt. No, like, they were happy to get Star Wars. But Star Wars was not their main goal. They wanted industrial light and magic. But, you know, Star Wars still is a cash cow. Well, it is now. They knew the possibility was still there for a cash cow if they played the cards right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But seriously, like, even if they hadn't gotten the rights to make new Star Wars movies, they probably still would have done the deal because they wanted industrial light and magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the ILM special effects in there were, oh, so good. I want to know who is responsible for the special effects scene of the ancestral plane, because them was bad effects. Like, bad, like, boo? Yeah. Oh. Like, go watch it again, and it's pretty obvious he's standing in front of a green screen, and I swear I could see a hint of green around his skin. The, the cats in the tree were just really bad. Like, it was just bad. It was bad. Oh. Significantly less than what I've come to expect from Marvel and Disney. Oh. Huh. Sorry. Um, remember, I keep talking about Chad at work. Yeah. You're, yeah, he's going to... Yeah, he's... Uh, no, new guy here is Brandon. Oh, okay. Not new guy. No. Guy named Chad. Yes. Works down in Indiana. Okay. He's going to have a kid. And so now he's, you know, quote unquote, baby proofing stuff. So he moved a bunch of his helmets. He's got an Iron Man helmet, Power Ranger helmet, Mega Man helmet up on a high shelf. And so somebody commented is, what's the over under of, you know, a picture of a baby in a crib wearing one of those helmets? And his wife responded with, Already guaranteed. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Turn off Facebook. Yeah, no, it's already off. Okay. <laughs> Andy. God damn it. Um uh speaking of cell phones though. Yeah. Uh Vodafone and Nokia are gonna bring four G to the moon. Why? Why? No, but why? Uh, because uh, they wanted to use 4G LTE on the moon um, but to why? communicate with the rovers. What? But yeah. why? <laughs> There's a German, I... German space firm has been planning a mission to moon. They've uh, partnered with Audi to deliver two rovers to the moon that will explore the moon's surface, and they're going to have the lander have a 4G base station, and they're going to use 4G LTE to have the rovers communicate with the base station because 4G is more energy efficient than analog radio radios and will allow a larger amount of data to be transferred between the rovers and the base station. But but why? They're also, you know, we're using this to basically test out how robust can they make, you know, space-grade technologies. Why? Uh, couldn't we just do 5G? Wouldn't that be better? They they said they, they were looking at 5G, but it's still too unknown. They, like like we said, I don't even know if the standards have been officially you know ratified yet or not. That they don't want to set up you know basically the wrong version of 5G because it's going to be on the moon. <laughs> it's, it's hard to go back and change it. Yeah, so they're going with a more you know reliable technology. But, okay, move on. I'm My brain is not going to get out of this loop of why? Like, 4, 4G on the moon, yet, you know. What's wrong I can, with what we've been doing? Is it, are we not able to send and, and receive enough data? I guess it's a better system for local communications than, you know, the old analog radios. It's the best that I've got. Newer so technology... So is like a Wi-Fi network. <laughs> Why not just seed the moon with a mesh network? Be hilarious if they put a Wi-Fi network on the moon 
and yeah. then somebody hacks it just to be funny and adds like you know and and what changes the ssid no no just like adds like a ghost like item on there that's like you know alien bob's phone or something like that <laughs> What the frick? Why is there this phone on the, the moon's Wi-Fi? I mean, you'd, you'd have to get a pretty damn good signal booster to pick up the signal from the moon. Yes, yes, you would. Heck, you, it's hard enough even to get a laser to the moon and back. Yep. Well, you just got to aim it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, autonomous cars? Yes. We have two topics there. Uh, one is the fact that... Um, Isn't the auto show coming up soon? The Detroit Auto Show? Yeah. You know, uh, it always happens in January. Oh, so we missed it. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's normally around Martin Luther King Jr. Day. They have actually discussed, though, moving it to October. What? Uh, yeah, Detroit Auto Show considering move in October 2020. Okay. Uh, CES. Uh, a critical part of being a sought-after global stage for companies that would continue to evaluate future opportunities. Yeah. Detroit operates as the introduction of the auto show season. Detroit in January, Chicago in February, Geneva in March, New York in April, Paris in October, L.A. in November. But there's been one big wrench in the works of the last few years, CES. Yeah, some automakers have a presence at CES but skip Detroit because, hey, the weather's better. <coughs> Mercedes-Benz is going to back out of Detroit in 2019. Great. Anyway, auto show? Or, or cars? You were talking yes. about cars? We were talking... Um, they're thinking that autonomous vehicles uh, won't be able to handle car washes. <sighs> Why? Because the um, uh, sensitive equipment that they use could get um, dislodged by the car washes or scratched or the soapy residue or water spots could affect a camera's ability to see. So you're saying I could defeat autonomous cars by throwing soapy water at them? <laughs> Yes. Guys, I think we have a problem. <laughs> um, Avis is currently the one who uh, is used to actually tidy up Waymo's automatic vehicles, yeah. autonomous vehicles. They say there is a, there are special processes that definitely require a lot more care and focus, and you have to clean the vans quite often. We give them the premium level of service that I don't think any vehicle globally is getting. Yeah. Toyota... Drive.ai, May Mobility, and Uber have all said they are using rubbing alcohol, water, or glass cleaner to manually wash all the sensors before carefully finishing the job with a microfiber cloth. So we need new car washes. Yes. It's not that it's automated. It's just the car washes we have are not good. No, they're... Also, this is something I, I, I haven't really thought about. Like, how often do these cars need to get washed? Well, if you got a dirty sensor... And that's well, how I'm thinking car- about my, my backup camera, right? The camera yeah. that is on, on my license that I can see behind the car. Like, it gets pretty dirty just from a single trip. Is my car going to have to, like, make emergency stallouts and stops because the, the someone, like, threw up dirt and dust and it settled onto the camera? Well, I'm just thinking about, you know, we've driven cross-country multiple times. I oh, just God, think, the bugs. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The, the oh, amount of the bugs. bugs that are on the front. Oh, my God, that was disturbing. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't oh. come off. No, no, you'd, like, scrub them off. They were baked onto the car. Oh. 
Thank you, Andy. That's that's totally what I wanted on my Sunday afternoon. Sorry, but it's something that, you know, we need to think about is how are these cards getting clean? Because if the only control of this car is a camera, you know, are they going to be like the camera? Yeah. What happens when a bird poops on the camera? I don't know. Does the car like swerve to avoid something? (laughs) Here's another one. This is I'm I'm starting to get worried because. You know how, like, people played, like, assholes uh, tag planes with lasers? Yes. What's going to happen when people start doing that with cars? Oh, geez. Like, some guy's just got a paintball gun and he's just, you know, just, you know, finding the autonomous vehicles and just, you know, paintballing right over all the cameras? Yep. Like, this seems problematic. Well, I, okay, so this is my thing is the, um... Formula One racing always has, you know, the camera that's mounted above the driver's head, right? Sure. I have no idea. Oh. Um, yes. So I'm just saying is they, there's a, they do something on there because some, most of the time that camera gets pretty dirty and then they do something. I'm guessing it's some sort of like scraper bar and like a rotating plastic screen over the camera to clean it. So you could do something like that. But, you know, it's it's things people don't think about is, you know, hey, yeah, something needs to be designed. We're going to be relying on for the real to world. To, yeah, we need to design for the real world. And it's very difficult. All right. What else? We're we should probably oh, um, self-driving cars have been okayed in in uh, Arizona. Oh, good. Just don't ask them to change the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what else? We should probably wrap up. Um, the ESRB actually came out with two new things. Okay. Um, cause you know, people are threatened to crack down on loot boxes, right? Yeah. Which is a little silly that they're threatening cause what are they going to do? But go ahead. Uh, the ESRB has now added basically a new sticker to the box. For in-game purchases. Yes. So it's going to say that, you know, that this game allows in-game purchases, you know, uh, any title with in-game opportunities to spend real-world currency, whether it be on loot boxes, skins, subscriptions, music, downloadable content, blah, 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 or even the option of disabling in-game ads. It's going to show up on the box. Cool. Because according to them, um, during a conference call with journalists, the head of the ESRB said, I'm sure you're all asking why we aren't doing something more specific to loot boxes. And I'll tell you, we've done a lot of research over the past several weeks and months, particularly among parents. What we learned is that a large majority of parents don't know what a loot box is, and even those who claim they do don't really understand what a loot box is. Nah, ha ha ha. So it's very important for us to not harp on loot boxes per se, but to make sure we're capturing loot boxes, but also other in-game transactions. Yep. That's fair enough. I think the ESRB is doing a good job. Yeah, they said when they did describe what a loot box was to parents, ESRB found that mo- they were most concerned about whether or not their children were spending money rather than on the specific mechanics they were spending money on. <laughs> it's like, wait, I'm buying the $60 game. You're telling me that my kid is going to spend more money? Yeah, which, you know, it's, heck, you know, my Marvel Puzzle Quest game technically has loot boxes in it. It's, it's you know doesn't look like a loot box it's one of those things where it took me a second to finally realize wait a second these are loot boxes but you know if it looks like a loot box and quacks like a loot box is it a duck (laughs) 
Yeah, if it looks like a loot box and smells like a rose, is it a duck? <laughs> um, all right. All um, right. But there was another thing as well. Yeah. They were what launching uh, parentaltools.org. Parentaltools.org. Dot org. Which currently just redirects to the ESRB. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's the it's a, a step-by-step parental control guides for all the major platforms out there, from the Switch to PCs, Xbox, and then, you know, PlayStation, Google Play. Neat. Nintendo 3DS, Google Play, Windows PC. Ooh. All right. That's really cool. Good for the ESRB. So, yeah, so they're not going after loot boxes directly. They're just saying, wait a second, you know, most people are just concerned about, hey, is my kid going to spend money on this? Yeah. I love, by the way, the uh, Nintendo Switch's parental controls video. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's Bowser and Baby Bowser. Oh. And, like, Baby Bowser's playing a game, and Bowser's like, no, it's time to turn it off, and, like, what happens and how they handle it. Huh. I'll have to watch that at some point. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, in other weird news, Reed Pop. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're the ones who run PAX. Yeah, and New York Comic Con. Okay. Uh, has just acquired Gamer Network. What is Gamer Network? Gamers industry, GamesIndustry.biz, Eurogamer, Rock Paper Shotgun, US Gamer, Outside Xbox, VG247, and Digital Foundry. Okay, why? That seems a little odd. The ambition and strategy that we share means we're extremely excited about what's next. The combination of our online channels and European events with their internationally respected U.S. footprint is a powerful one. That doesn't actually say anything. Bringing ReadPop and Gaber Network together, PAX and EGX together. Uh, EGX is the UK's... Gamer Expo. Yeah. Electronic Games Expo, EGX. These are the kinds of mashups you dream of we are beyond excited to dream up new concepts that will blow the minds of fans all over the world so i'm wondering if they just bought it because of egx and you know everything else just kind of came along with it maybe why why did you why do you they're literally they asked him why did you want or need media brands yeah like that just seems so weird okay here we go. Why did you want or need media brands? We believe there is a relationship to be built with our communities of fans outside the walls of our shows. Gamers are connected 24-7. We feel we need an online offering to help them connect and provide them <laughs> with information and entertainment outside of our live events. We further see that as our events grow and some of them are now sold out, with the right expertise, we should be able to br- uh, better bring the fun to the fans who can't be there in person. Lastly, I think there are so many stories to tell about the people who come to our events, from indie devs to cosplayers to folks creating their own clothing lines, that creating platforms for them to tell their stories would be really empowering. So they want more coverage at their expos. Yes. And so they bought a media company so that they could get more coverage at their expos. Yes. Okay, sure. Huh. So yeah, that's the file that under weird news. Yeah. I mean, good for them. They've done a fantastic job with PAX. Oh, yeah. No. Granted, I haven't been there in... Years. Years. Years, sir. Years. Whoa. Yep. Go sit on that for a while. (laughs) How do you feel about taking a uh, 14-month-old to PAX? No. No? 
No. Oh. Mm-mm. 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 Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Andy? Yeah. Randoms. Randoms. Uh, random review my week. I'm reviewing the Panda Cloud Cleaner. Now, this does not clean clouds or clean Deal pandas. With pandas. So it's not a panda cleaner. Nope. It's not a cloud cleaner. No. Is it a panda cloud? What is a panda cloud? Um, panda cloud is run by Panda Security, which does antivirus and anti-malware. The Panda Cloud Cleaner is their basically low-profile, quick-install um, piece of software. Okay. This is the... Normally, if somebody, you know, gets malware on their computer, this is kind of my first go-to piece of software because they have a version on there, um, if I go to the right page, that is a portable version with no installer that I've got on a little USB drive. So I just take that USB drive, you know, plug it into somebody's computer. It's got the antivirus on there. I run it from there. Now it does need um, internet access. Okay. Because it sends all the, you know, it pulls the <clears throat> info from the cloud and uses what, that. To, what cloud? Like, it pulls so it from the it's an antivirus. Internet. Yeah. It's an antivirus. But instead of, of, of keeping all the definitions locally, it just reaches out and scans based on other scans? It, it's based off of their database at their central server. Okay. So this is really like using VirusTotal for every file on your computer. Pretty much, yeah. But it's really easy to install. It's really easy. Like I said, it's it's a portable version, so I don't even have to get it installed on there. This is this is something I do if I already you know know the computer is infected, so I can you know kind of get a clean slate before I put you know heavy duty antivirus on there. But it's it's free, which is really nice. Is it effective? Uh it's been pretty effective. Sometimes it's actually been too effective. <laughs> um. One computer I had, uh, one of the, the files was not the actual virus, but it had gotten... Uh, tagged by. Tagged by the virus. Yeah. And so it deleted that secondary file as well. And I'm just like, wait, no. Like, hard deleted? Yeah. So it deletes files without warning you? It just says, like, yep, we found these. They're gone. No, no. Well, it gave you the list. So if you're not paying attention to the list about what it's deleting, it... um. Yeah, it's it's a little heavy-handed, which sometimes I'd rather be heavy-handed with antivirus than too okay. light. Um, so it's a a uh, free product. Yes. Where are they getting money? Uh, they run their own um, antivirus protection stuff there for Windows. Um, yeah, and the Windows, like, you can do the, you know, $50 a year, $7 a month for multi-level stuff there. Or you can just do, you know, do the, the basic protection sort of stuff. But yeah, this is their one of their free little utilities that they put out there for people to use. And they also have um, their own ISOs as well. So if you got a really bad problem and you can't even get it to boot into Windows, they've got their own ISOs so you can boot into the, um, the USB or the CD and run it that way. Oh, that kind of ISO, the image yeah. files. Yes. They, they have their own bootable USB or file and, you know, bootable ISO file that you can use as well if it's, you know, that bad. Okay. 
Assuming, of course, the the computer has a disk drive. Yes, or Many a USB drive. All right. Well, yeah, no, like I said, it's, this good. is one of my like and go-to it's tools. Free, and you don't need to install it. Nope. Panda Cloud Cleaner. I wonder how many things it will find on my computer. It finds some suspicious stuff, but most of the time it's just like, no, that's not a virus. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for that. I believe we have a random topic. Yeah, random random topic now. Just one second. Sorry, I'm adding the random review to the list before I forget. Mm-hmm. Boom. There we go. Uh, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What is the purpose of giving your spouse a buzz cut in their sleep? Uh, getting a divorce? Yeah, uh, what's the purpose of giving your spouse a buzz cut in their sleep? Yeah, I want a divorce. I, that seems like a really like vindictive way to ask for a divorce, too. I'm pretty sure that like the... Um, the the courts will not look have like kindly upon that. No. So that's that's yeah. That's a bad idea. For everyone Plus, involved. That's just a bad idea. Kate's a light sleeper, so I feel like she would wake up if I just turn on the you know, the 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 buzz cut thing. Whatever the trimmer. Mm-hmm. The clippers. The clippers. Yeah, if I turn on the clippers and I just, you know, it, 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 cause that gives you a noise, so it, you know, and feel like she'd wake up and then I'd be standing over her with like, you know, clippers above her head that just, you know, would not end well either. I feel like I would get punched in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, so what's the purpose of giving your spouse a buzz cut in their sleep? I want to get punched, Getting in, punched the in the nuts. Getting punched in the nuts. That's, that's it. Yep. There you go. Um, Kate did get a buzz cut actually the uh, this year. No, last year. A buzz cut? Yeah. Because she was uh, at home with Isaac after he was born. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to deal with getting a haircut, so she just buzzed it. Yeah. Nice. All right then. I I feel like you'd need to do some sort of like sleeping pill, um, which, which has then, tone that's problems. The, oh. <laughs> tone and problems and implications. Uh, There's let's so many problems. <laughs> let's just not go there and not worry about them. Why would you do this? You wouldn't. There is no purpose to this. It would, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> Something has gone seriously off the rails if this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Life has gone amok. That's all I can think of. Because your life has gone just off the rails, it's just... Not, not right. And with that, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.